I'm Tyler. Glad you're having fun out there. I've cleared out my stuff. Dennering. <laughs> Similar to mine, but I'm going to say, Con- I'm Connery. Will risk my life for breakfast in bed, Hanson. <laughs> I'm Lily. We're sinking! <laughs> No. <laughs> Tyler, you literally stole mine. I'm sorry. I, I stole everybody. I stole everybody's because Connor was like, mine "That's was... so good." It was. It's one of my favorite ones. Just let me like, like, wish you were here. Thanks. Moved all my stuff. <laughs> I think I wrote down, "Wish you were here." Fuck you. Okay, so my my two options were Lily. I moved my stuff out young or, and I was like, I feel like one of them is going to do that. So yeah. That's why I had a backup of worse thinking. It's just the meanest like text I think I've seen yeah. in a movie in such a long time. This, this movie, like I said, while we're watching it is basically <laughs> Midsommar with sharks <laughs> in the subtext and in, yeah. in the background mm-hmm. at least, you know, yeah, without any of the, the cathartic release in the end. <laughs> I mean, this movie's pretty cathartic at the I end. Mean, I, guess. I mean, there's yeah. even hallucinations in this, just like Midsummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He wears a shark suit and burns alive. <laughs> Spoilers for Midsummer. That's I like guess. scary elder shit. On <laughs> an ocean of a shark just on fire with somebody inside of it. Like that's horrifying. Yeah, I feel like sharks are like resistant to fire in some way. Like They're I feel probably. like it'd be hard to burn a shark. Yeah, it probably would be hard to burn a shark. <laughs> I hear you can't cook them. <laughs> Anyways, we're covering uh, 47 meters down, if you didn't notice from our conversation prior to this. It's really hard to burn a shark. <laughs> I think it's really hard to burn a shark. We're covering 47 meters down, <sighs> I, which I think, and I, I'm not, I don't think I'm the only one here in this studio right now that thinks that it's an underrated franchise, especially an underrated shark franchise, because I think it's a, there's like Jaws, there's a bunch mm-hmm. of one-off shark movies. Yeah, there's Sharknado, which is a totally different thing, and then there's this, this, which I think it definitely deserves. It's kind of more. insane that there isn't another like huge, popular, like acclaimed uh, shark kind of like summer blockbuster, right? other than yeah. Jaws. I mean, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. I might. Be, I'm, no, well, I, wasn't I there that no, Blue per, Sea count? Wasn't that Piranha movie? But that's not sharks. That's no, like, it's Piranha. <laughs> Maybe a big shark I, came at the end and never saw it. I'd love to cover the Piranha uh, series at some point because yeah. the first one's Joe Dante, the second one's James Cameron, mm. and then there's like some remakes, reboots, like yeah. in two thousand in the two thousands. Right, like, right, right. I haven't seen, but I've always wanted to watch. Is like there's but, the biggest Piranha or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> But the Alpha Piranha. I bet that's what the movie's about. <laughs> the we'll have to kill the Alpha Piranha and make the others disperse. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a little more exploitation and stuff, like late 2000s. Oh, 2000s for exploitation. Classic Hostel? Uh, more so, like, yeah. I, I guess hostile but more so, like, more schlocky than that, even. Mm, oh, wow. Okay, that's pretty deep. Yeah. Deep, so, like, 47 meters. Yeah, you know, not 45, <laughs> not 44 meters as they go up, not mm-hmm. 30 meters as they get farther up. They're 47 meters down, as the movie says. Yes. Proclaimed in its title. They've got to be down there. Deep, deep down. But here we are, joined by Lily Young. Hello. <laughs> Classic. It's good to be back. It feels like it's been a while. I feel like it has. It it's has been, been like, a while. For you, it's been like, I mean, like. It feels like for like for you being a guest, it's been a long time. It's been like three yeah. months because last yeah. time you were on was Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm-hmm. You mean, deal with us regularly, but <laughs> you, you do deal with both of us regularly. <laughs> Me more so even than Connery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
<laughs> but here you are, back in the reins. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is our good summer transition into horror. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like I'm yes. probably overcompensating for last year because all we did was cover like the craft and the craft legacy for Halloween. Uh, we were so robbed because we did Twilight for so long. But I mean, Twilight's adjacent. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yeah. vampire. I mean, come on. Yeah. Why not cover Twilight every single year? We should cover Twilight next, honestly. Again. I did have a lot of fun. You know, I was watching the show Married at First Sight, and one of the dudes in it, he has in the background of like his interview, he has the whole set of the Twilight books. And he's like this hardcore military dude, but he has like wow. just all the Twilight books. What a beautiful person. <laughs> he's not. He's actually the biggest asshole. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But does he have Midnight Sun? And he did not have Midnight Sun. That Re- was the one he was missing. Refer back to our Midnight Sun episode with my cousin, Chester Salea. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> oh my Got a plug. I have a wait, I just because you guys well, the only reason you guys like the only reason I'm bringing this up is because you specifically brought up Midnight Sun. <laughs> this but I have something uh like I don't in a what like if we do the what's new segment. Ooh, like, okay. well, that ties directly to that. that okay. I wasn't Perfect. I wasn't planning to bring up, but just yeah. because you just mentioned Midnight Sun, I feel like I have to. Tyler, take teaser. us there. All right, well, <laughs> Lily hasn't been on since Justice League and then Twilight before that. Mm-hmm. But and she's Christmas back. Prince. <laughs> Christmas Prince. It's a royal baby. <laughs> the royal baby. Yes. In which Connery was so perplexed by the, the uh, artwork that I made for it because Lily is the baby inside of my stomach, oh, I yes. think. God. Yep. It really broke me. That one made me laugh really hard. <laughs> Anyways, we have to go to our normal segment of What's New? <laughs> Where we cover our uh, anything new that we have been watching, playing, reading. That never really happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> any new media that we've been consuming. Yeah. Um, how about we start with Lily? Because she she wanted to prompt us. You wanted this. So purely <laughs> only because you guys were just talking about Midnight Sun. Yeah. I was not planning on bringing this up. I swear to God, I have watched some good things lately. I swear. Twilight? Are you going to talk about Twilight? Because Twilight is good. And why are you under um, the impression no, that we watch okay, good okay, things? Okay, yeah, I never watch so, good things. Listen, so uh, I've been alone a lot recently because uh-huh. Tyler's been working on his show and out of town a lot. And like, uh, <laughs> it's okay. He's, he's, like, he's sliding into yeah. that 47 meters no. right now. I, I'm going down into the shark tank right now. I'm just giving a disclaimer. Like, Lily threw the baseball, hit the target, and I'm going down into the 47 meters. Dunk tank. Okay, sorry, go ahead. I swear it's not as bad as, like, (laughs) like, seriously. Okay, so that being said, like, I don't know. I've had a lot more time to myself than I usually do to to be able to just put something on, like, in the living room and, you know, just kind of, like, watch a thing, watch a movie, like, whatever I want to watch. And I've been wanting to, (laughs) to, like, watch, like, uh, anything that falls under like a comfort kind of like movie lately. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so what I wanted to watch was um, Midnight in Paris with Owen Wilson. Oh. That's what it's called, right? The, the our, uh, our intern, sorry to interrupt, our intern Niles is going off. He's writing so many notes on the wall. <laughs> wow, that did that work? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Impressed. Thank you. He'll get back to it in five seconds. Connery but. the Beastmaster. Yes. Hanson. Anyway, please. Yeah, Lily. sorry to interrupt. <laughs> it's okay. So um, I I was 
uh, trying to, I was looking up um, Midnight in Paris because I've never finished that movie. And I was like, that sounds like a nice kind of low stakes, like comfort movie yeah. that I, I haven't finished and I know I want to. And as I was typing it in to uh, uh, like look it up, um, a movie called Midnight Sun came up. Whoa. And I was like, wait. I've never heard of this. What is this? Is this at all tied to the Twilight thing? And I went and clicked into it. And it's from a few years ago, I think like 2018. Um, I think it's a uh, Bella Thorne is her name. And I didn't oh. know until after the fact. I, I, I've heard her name before, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what she looked like or anything. And Ghost like, World. And, was, and apparently. Um, oh, sorry, Niles. No, much. <laughs> uh, also. Arnold Schwarzenegger's son? Patrick Schwarzenegger. I, I, I guess that's his name. I didn't yeah. bother to, uh, to to retain like whatever his name was. That's fine. I don't but even I know why no I know that. I have no idea but yeah. that, they, that he and his wife had any kids that acted. Yeah. And so he's, he's in it. Um, and basically, so I was trying to watch Midnight in Paris, and then I saw Midnight Sun. I was like, what is this? And then I just, all I did was read like the one sentence, you know, like plot summary. And a girl who is um, like allergic to the sun, essentially, <laughs> <laughs> or who will die from sun exposure. Oh like it sounded really high. She's one of the, the descent people. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, falls in love with uh, a guy that, she, you know, she's kind of obsessed with over her whole life, but she keeps the secret from him or whatever. Oh, and I was that like, she can't go in the fucking sun. Insane. So I was like, I just have to see how they depict this. Yeah. Like a like a fatal like like she's she will die if she goes. In, like I just wanted to see how it was depicted. I just wanted to see you in the light one time. <laughs> so I essentially just like put that movie on and I like I I watched in in real time the first like thirty minutes I want to mm-hmm. say, um, and then. I I really I like skipped I skimmed through all like the major plot points and <laughs> skipped to the end and spoilers spoilers for Midnight Sun 2018 <laughs> featuring Bella Thorne and Patrick Schwarzenegger <laughs> she fucking dies oh I really didn't think it was gonna happen I thought it was gonna be a thing where like her dad like it wasn't actually as bad like her disease wasn't as bad mm-hmm. as it was coming off the whole time and her yeah. dad was just wanting to hide her away. And I thought that would have been a much better like yeah. angle to take, but yeah. no, she she is exposed she has sun to sickness. the sun <laughs> for no joke, like two or three seconds when she's going, she's running into her like UV protected house. Oh God! And this is like Twilight. She, she also. dies. <laughs> she ends up dying from like I, two seconds of sun exposure. I was so wrong. I said Ghost World because I was thinking of Thora Birch. Sorry to interrupt. Okay, I was about to say, yeah. like, in my head, I was like, there's, she wasn't even, like, alive yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bella Thorne, yeah, she's an actress, and she's in a lot of movies, but she's also, like, known for, like, making a million dollars on her OnlyFans. Yeah. Like, when she launched it or oh, whatever. Good for her. Yeah. How fun. Anyway. I want to I wanna make a million dollars off of OnlyFans. Well... So anyway, I don't. You guys. <laughs> Lily has no <laughs> no response to that. Well, neither did I. <laughs> well, I mean, net neutral. I could try it out until Lily says something. I'm like, or we just don't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's going down. <laughs> Lily has nothing say- to say. Still. <laughs> Do you guys think I could have an OnlyFans? Well, what's the content like? I don't know. Are, are you being probably sexy? just podcast stuff? 
Okay, let's just go are ahead. Are you asking the audience or are you asking us? I'm asking yeah. you guys. <sighs> we should move on. <laughs> I was, wow. My right only when, my own partner. Right when you said, like, should I have an old I think I should have an only We were doing it for the I wrong was, reasons. I was about to say you guys can cut this whole thing out because it's not like truly. Yeah, you can cut pertinent. out my midnight sun rant. Oh no. No, that's it's interesting. It is no. interesting. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. What's not interesting is me having an OnlyFans, apparently, and not having enough engagement right now. Yeah, you're, I looked at your OnlyFans. It has no views. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Not even Lily's looking. There's negative views on here. People are taking <laughs> <Yeah>. away views. <laughs> Lily's just like, you gross. <laughs> Connery's mom is going to have something to say about this. Oh, well, maybe I'll do the OnlyFans part. <laughs> no! All love to Mrs. Hanson. Big spike. Peace and love, peace and love. Peace and love. Love you, mom. Uh, is What else, what else, Lee? What else has been going on? Uh, Tyler? I think that you I think that's it. To... Connery, you go ahead. I'm going to go. Okay. Yeah. Connery, what, what is new? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's new with me? Uh, well, I watched The Suicide Squad, mm. and I understand you both did as well. Mm-hmm. And yes, now the same goes for me. But <laughs> I also felt, huh about it but I, I just i just didn't enjoy it that much i i don't know i found i found a lot of it very grating very either most 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 characters were annoying really? i thought james gonna be a little more creative with his uh his choices of super villains to use because i felt like everybody's superpower was gun or have gun or mm-hmm. use bomb mm-hmm. his name is james gun i know and that's why i was like okay everyone just has a gun and it's directed by james gun and i don't know i kind of was like i was kind of hoping for something a little bit more interesting or like interesting like polka dot man's there which i was like cool and i saw crazy quilt they have crazy quilt lady in like the women's prison and i was like crazy quilts here (laughs) but well here's my question to you were your expectations high uh no like oh really no they were that's why i was going to like my expectations were low and i was like they were met i had low expectations and then my low expectations were met so Hmm. what's so where i don't know if like i've I've talked to you about this, but like where, where does, so as far as like Guardians goes and everything, mm-hmm. I mean, we have to, you can't really talk about this movie. Without, no, yeah, without, because like, it is Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like where, where does it like rank for, because for me, this was um, better than both Guardians movies, Oh, really? In my opinion. I know it's not Marvel, like I know yeah, that too. it's not, wow. but, but um, in my opinion, mm-hmm. so like I don't, but that I liked said, it like, better I've than Guard. I liked never, it better than Guardians 2. Because I really yeah. hate Guardians of the Galaxy too. I think that's what both Turin and Alyssa said too. I feel like that's probably a. I don't think they said they hate it, but I mean, like... no, no, they didn't say they hate. Yeah, right. <clears throat> but um, I did better than both of them. I, I've good. never, honestly, like I know this is this is probably the most like unpopular opinion as far as like uh, Marvel movies goes because mm-hmm. I feel like Guardians is always at like the top of everyone's yeah. list for Marvel. It's like. <laughs> right at the bottom for me <laughs> me too honestly the humor gets a little it. annoying and i think yeah. that's why that's what great about this movie it, it's gardens of the galaxy humor kind of through but and through i don't think that's right i i, I, I disagree. disagree like i, I think like the first is. 20 minutes are and yeah. then it transcends that the rest of the movie like it uh. gives you what you think it's going to give you in the first 20 minutes and then it keeps subverting itself like not to the extent of like something like the last jedi but like it it, it doesn't have that I thought it would be annoying the whole movie. Me too. But I was surprised that it wasn't. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, this is going to be Guardians again. Like, I mm-hmm. don't really like, like, those movies are just so glib in a way that, like, I think is 
not as funny as it thinks it is. Mm-hmm. And I thought this movie wouldn't be as funny as it, it thinks it is. But it actually ended up being like there's I, like I a will lot give of legitimate you that. parts. I'll give you that. It does stop being Guardians of the Galaxy after like the first twenty minutes. It stops yeah. doing that humor thing. I like, will say that the whole first like twenty minutes was like oh. Like, Peacemaker, like, some spoilers or whatever. Peacemaker, like, played by John Cena, is mm. like, oh, if there was a bag of dicks on the island, like, I would eat, I eat every the whole single dick. for liberty. Yeah, it's just like, I'm not engaged at all in this. This sucks. Mm. And then, like, it, it, I think it's all, like, a master plan in his screenplay, in a way. To mm. be like, this is what you think you're going to get. And then it keeps averting itself. Like, mm-hmm. there's stuff later on. I'm not trying to derail the whole conversation, but, like, there's stuff later on where I was just like, it's probably pro- pretty problematic that it's, like, Taking place in a, a fictional Latin American yeah, like, com- or like country. Caribbean uh, country, you mm-hmm. know, like an island off the coast of of the U.S. Basically, mm-hmm. but then I was there's like, some commentary there with like the exactly. Americans using it, which I was like, that's good. Like it's trying to say something with that, so that was like, that's good. All right, yeah, I'm not saying it's totally earned, but it's just like, oh, okay, I get why he said it here now. Mm-hmm. It's not just like. Because there's several times throughout the movie where I'm like, oh, it's pretty problematic that they're just shooting a bunch of brown people. Like, that yeah. sucks. You know, like, mm-hmm. I was pretty disengaged. I'm like, I don't like this. And, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, this is influenced by, like, movies like Commando. Like, there's mm-hmm. so many influences going on yeah. in the movie. Like, cinematic influences. But um, when they reveal that, like, this is really about the U.S. Um, like being corrupt and like yeah. yeah and like overthrowing de- other governments and stuff mm-hmm. like that I'm like that's interesting but yeah that's good that was a like, good bit it's not enough for me but for it being a blockbuster that is something to say mm-hmm. a lot to yeah. be like oh the go- the US government it's is bad. corrupt yeah like, Especially with like Peacemaker of, murdering Rick Flag, you're like yeah. okay there's deep symbolism there obviously of for like the corrupt America. person like who thinks they're patriotism incarnate killing the person who's like Wants to do the right thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess we should put a spoilers tag. <laughs> oh, we, we will, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, like that, all that stuff is like a lot for middle America who's just like, America's the best thing mm-hmm. ever. And I'm like, I'm not even criticizing those people, but it's just like, for me living in Los Angeles, you know, it's like, that's like, this isn't enough. Mm-hmm. But for an ad, like a, being a blockbuster, blockbuster film, mm-hmm. like it's really subversive for that. And I really yeah. appreciated that. I, and I understand that because there there's, there's that bit where I'm like, okay, I like that. I like that they have that whole angle and they do that. And I think it's done well and actually executed. But there, like I said, there's, it's not like I hated it. I was like, I just it just didn't really resonate with me that much. With like, I like I liked Starro. I thought he was fine. I, I wish he talked more. Like, I wish those at Army, he just, like, spoke through all of them at the same... Like, because I like that line. He says, like... I was happy floating in the void. Oh, yeah. and then, like, I brought dies. this up last yeah. night. I brought this up last night. It's like, I guess this is full Suicide Squad, the yeah. Suicide Squad discussion, mm-hmm. but it's like, that reminds me of like Courage the Cowardly Dog yeah. with the two space squids and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, that's interesting, but he also chose to seek revenge instead yeah. of trying to find a way to go into space. Yeah, which I kind of would prefer if he's like, I'm just going home. Fuck all of you guys. Okay, but you all, you brought this up also last night and like, you know, the conversation didn't really, like, go anywhere. But, like, when he brought it up, it was like, but what, what's his solution for that? Like, what's what do you expect him to do? He's, he's been stuck in, you know, this tank for, yeah. for decades. I, I kind of what, you, what, do you, what do you expect it. for him to do yeah. to, like, try to go back to space? Of course he's, would, he's fucking upset and he's acting <laughs> on impulse and emotion. Yeah. And he's just destroying everything around him because humans kept him there yeah. for that. Like, but, So what, what is the feasible solution for I'm him not, to just yeah. go back to space? I'm sure he would love for, to, but he's a little bit upset. <laughs> or I, she, I don't actually know, like... It, it, 
they're they're a they or an a they whatever. <laughs> the starfish. Yeah, the starfish. Yeah. But I don't know. I would have honestly preferred if like instead of like killing him, they literally just turned around and just gave Starro that city because he probably would have built a rocket and shot himself into space. Yeah, but I mean, these are things that like not. That's not what a blockbuster movie. Does. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just like I feel like a lot of things you don't like about this movie are based on like your preconceived notions of what it could be. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, and I'm I'm judging based on like what I thought up in my head, and I'm I'm often guilty like, of that. You're like, oh, all these uh, all these all these characters like just have guns and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, but I mean, like that's kind of interesting in its own way. Like, I'm surprised that you almost feel that way because. Batman doesn't have any superpowers. But he doesn't use a gun. I don't know. I'm just like... So what? Like, that's one person. I just don't... I find guns so boring. Like, I just find guns really boring. Because I well, feel like a lot of superpowers... Batman's like, a I maniac. Have, are you, are you yeah, really? That makes him not... Uh, he's interesting because he's a maniac. He doesn't use but a are gun. You, are you, like, mostly referring to Bloodsport? And, like... No, because... In like, the Peacemaker? Who, who are you in the Peacemaker? Because they Blood don't sport, have any... Peacemaker. Uh, Rick, the long-haired old man in the beginning. He uses a gun. Um, but yeah, not, but he's in there for... Yeah, come like, on. Four minutes. He's in there for like okay, five fine. I'll give that. Harley Harley Quinn. She uses gun. Yeah. Um. They're normal she, people, and that's interesting to me in a DC movie. I know. It's I know. All about gods. I know, but that's when I, I kind of wanted just like weird, awkward superheroes like Polka Dot Man, which I was like, I really liked. I liked him having like a weird superpower there and disintegrating polka dots. I'm like, that's neat. I enjoy this. But even then, like the whole DCEU phrases people around being metahumans and not superheroes. So Polka Dot Man is a metahuman. Yeah. You know? So it's like a psych it's like a scientific experiment. Mm-hmm. So So I I must say I want more like I wanted just more like the weird angle more so than like the I guess military angle with like the artillery. I didn't there's, really feel that. Yeah, way at there's all. no artillery. Like the peacemaker is like basically bad Captain America. Yeah. And then Bloodsport is like a better dead shot in a lot of ways. <laughs> Yeah. He was cool. I liked his mask really a lot. Yeah, and Harley cool. Quinn is mm-hmm. just like I. Sh- she doesn't. People just can. Use a gun. I, she I don't know if this is like she, she. Honestly, she especially the whole scene of her, you know, breaking out of um, wherever she was. Yeah, in the prison. Kept. Yeah, that's a great scene. It, to cool. me, it's like oh, Harley Quinn is just like John Wick. Mm-hmm. Like she just had. Yeah. Like is that like I don't know if that's like stupid of me to say. No, like, it's not. She's <laughs> like, she, she kicks that's ass. That's how I felt. Like you're you're talking in terms of like oh, there's like artillery or there's like superhuman power. To me, like Harley Quinn is just that's what her power is. Yeah, yeah. She you know? she's mayhem incarnate. Like that's her whole deal. Honestly, right. I, I liked a lot that the, all the characters just had guns and stuff like that because mm-hmm. it's a DC movie because. Superman's a god. Yes. DC is like a world of gods, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's just like, these are the normal people that are also like, like, even they even say like Bloodsport put Superman in the the ICU or whatever for Mm -hmm. giving her kryptonite bullets. Like Mm -hmm. a normal person. Yeah, got Superman. Yeah. And it's just like, I think that's a lot, really interesting in a lot of ways. Faster than a speeding bullet my ass. And there's (laughs) there's certain elements in that. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. The fact that Bloodsport can do that. Yeah. You know, it's just like, these are the normal quote unquote people that are like weird as hell, but um, that are that are like this movie is just so influenced by so many different subgenres too. Like there's mm. like zombie elements. There's yeah. uh, some elements that remind me of Godzilla 1998. <laughs> there's some elements that remind me of the Scooby Doo movies that James Gunn wrote. Like there's just so many different influences in this movie that I feel like it like can't just be like thrown off. Mm. As being like, oh yeah, I didn't really like it. It's just like I, th- I think it's like has a lot of cinematic value on its own, 
despite of what your expectations I know, were for I, and it. I, and I feel very bad because I think I was, my mom actually mentioned this movie. She's like, I watched an interview with NPR and they really didn't like it. And I wanted to like the movie really bad. And I was like, I was like, I was like, I feel like I'm going to like it. And then I watched it. And I was like, it, it just didn't, it just didn't hit me. It just didn't, just nothing happened where I was watching. I was just like, it's just, I feel, I feel nothing. I will say, you know, seeing at, seeing it at, uh, we saw it at, <laughs> the Chinese theater in, mm. in Hollywood, in IMAX, obviously, and uh. the sound and everything. I do kind of fundamentally believe that this was yeah. like one of those Probably. movies where like that had a huge impact on how I personally mm. felt about it. But I also, feel that's usually the I case. mean, these kinds of movies aren't always up my alley anyway. Mm-hmm. So like, I know for me, like seeing it in uh, in that um, format or whatever, that viewing experience. That had a huge impact on me. I, I think it would probably be like significantly less interested if we just like put it on at home. To be honest, yeah, and and that's what I did. So maybe maybe see it in theaters. You, I think people in, will probably enjoy it more. But I just it just I don't know. It just didn't hit. Which I was like, it really made me sad when I was watching. I was like, maybe I, I'm growing out of superhero movies. Like I don't know. I feel like it's been so long since I've watched a superhero movie that I really like. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I think it's a pretty transcendent superhero movie, and it's like rough and tumble and stuff. And mm. We also watched Suicide Squad right before watching The Suicide Squad. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, it's really interesting how this is a direct sequel. Mm-hmm. It does that in some elements in the beginning. Yeah. But then really veers off into its own thing a mm-hmm. lot. It's just like, wow, it's more faithful to that movie that like is really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they kept a lot, a lot of, of like the cast and like changed it up a little bit. Anywho's it. So I'm sorry. Like, so I, f- I feel bad that I didn't like it. Why, I, why are you apologizing? Because I don't know. I feel like I let Tyler down. <laughs> I do think, like, at one point we're, when we're going to cover the DCEU, we're going to cover this movie. Yeah. And at that point, I'll convince you. But Maybe. it's totally fine if you didn't like it. It's yeah. fine. I just think that it has, like, way more cinema- cinematic value than, like, a lot of superhero movies I've seen. It might be. In, like, I mean, probably. Right now, I want to say it's in, like, my top three, like, superhero movies that I've seen. But it's mo- more realistically, just because I just saw it. Yeah. Like, it's probably in, like, my... It's, it's definitely in my top brain. ten. Yeah. You know? Hmm. So... That's good. It feels more like a film than it does a superhero movie. Mm. It does a lot of things that like a Marvel movie can't do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that's like a Marvel movie can't be that good, but Yeah, I didn't even No Marvel movies as good as Spider Man two, you know? Like (laughs) the violence alone, like how graphic it was, I was fully not prepared. Like I guess if someone had asked me before, like, oh, do you know what this movie is rated? I probably would have been like, Oh, I think it's R. Mm. But like like, oh, it's I, just, I wasn't conscious of it at all going into mm-hmm. it. I don't even think I had seen a trailer for it, yeah. honestly. Like, I had seen, like, little, like, featurette, like, spots behind the scenes and stuff, like, mm-hmm. really briefly, but I hadn't even seen a trailer. So I didn't really know going into it. And it's like, oh, my God, this is this is really violent. It was much more violent than I thought it was going to be, too. I think one of, like, the main qualms I had was that I really didn't like the cast that's hanging out in the office area with Amanda Waller. Oh, I couldn't stand any of them. Oh, really? I, I thought Amanda Waller thought was like... they were perfectly okay. I thought yeah. they were so annoying. I, I just couldn't stand any of them. I didn't see any problem with them. It's like saying, like, the char- like the characters in the train in Spider-Man 2 are annoying. <laughs> but they have more dialogue than the characters in the train, and we keep cutting back to them. Yeah, but they do have a Spider-Man 2 moment where they knock him out. Na- yeah, they knock, they knock her, her out, out, Amanda Waller. And they just scream the... Uh, I, I, I was like, I was like, Amanda Waller never gets this freaked it's out. Surprising. This is weird. It's surprising. Well... What are you talking about? Are I feel you like talking she just about something? Their heads. I don't know. I'm, are you I'm talking, talking about, about something that's not in the movies? Yeah. because that's not related to the movies. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know who Amanda Waller is. Exactly. <laughs> she's yeah. the blonde lady? You know no, her she's, from Suicide Squad. She's the lady squad. who has control of like, the exploding Viola head Davis. device. Oh, that's her character name. Yeah. I thought you meant like the actor's name was no. Amanda Waller. No, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. It's just like, it's a movie that has nothing to, like, yes, it's based on DC characters, but it's its own thing. You can't judge it off of something else. It's like yeah. judging a comic off of a different comic. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, Grant Morrison's Batman. That's not how uh, Okay, stop Scott beating Snyder's me up Batman about this. Is. Fine, jeez. I just didn't Obviously, like it. I'm sorry. I have, no, I have no context for any of this. I'm not at all familiar with the comic books or like whatever. Like all, of, But like, I, I mean, having, we literally watched Suicide Squad right before seeing going to see this movie and like I kind of liked seeing her like lose her shit yeah like when she was like screaming at them Mm -hmm. like and you know she got a little maniacal there but um uh I don't know I I liked it but obviously I don't think I don't think ill of you guys different I'm coming from a way different place no that's fine like I don't think ill of you guys I'm more like I'm more angry at myself that I wish I did like it don't be angry at yourself (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's I'm like, totally I wish I did, fine. but I, I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just <stuck>. didn't. <laughs> but on, on another note, I tried, I released myself from playing Darkest Dungeon, which was a video game that I was having a very hard time with. <laughs> you stopped playing it? Yeah, I stopped playing it. I was like, I'm done with this. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. It was more like an exercise in repetition and failure, which I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. This is stupid. Speaking of sharks... <laughs> Like in the Suicide Squad, like King, King Shark, Shark, which we didn't bring up at all. Yeah, I thought he was fun. Who rules? Fine. Uh, we're talking about forty-seven meters down. You don't want to do it with new Tyler. We've spent so much time on it already. <laughs> okay. okay, it's okay. It's okay if we just dive into the thing. Okay, yeah. let's go. If we dive into the Ooh. thing, or if we dive forty-seven meters down. Unintentionally so, because the cage is so rusted and, and disgusting. The winch, the winch doesn't work; it just breaks, and they have to call the coast guard down to like save them. It's it's horrible. It's like when I saw that cage, I'd be like, oh, "I'm not going in that thing." <laughs> There's no way. But overall, okay. So I just need to preface this a little bit. Like Lily is the one that wanted to cover this. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? <laughs> I was the one who wanted to cover that. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to cover it, but like you like this movie a lot, and I'm like, this is a good transition from summer to cut for Niles. Can you play some lobby music while the transition from putting Ooh, Niles outside? Yes. I'll do that. Yeah, I have a lot of music left Hey, who's that in the elevator waiting? It's me, Commander Shepard in Mass Effect. What's that grunt? What you gotta say? Something mean. (laughs) Rex? Shepard. 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 Oh, it's Rex, not grunt. Grunt is in the second one. Oh, yeah, I forgot about grunt. Yeah. Um, Okay, and. Anyways, here we are back again. Sorry. Okay. I'm just like, Sorry, what? I was gonna go like this. Come closer to the microphone, Lily. We're back. A dinosaur story. Is that what we all said right now? Yeah. What did you say? I didn't. I was just doing that for Connery's sake for him. <laughs> and then I said a dinosaur story. We, we both said we both a dinosaur story. I'm not familiar story. with that. I know a what you guys are tail. referencing. But. Uh, well, anyway, we're tisk, back. Tisk. So okay. there's So <laughs> we're trapped 47 meters down in, a, truly in a disgusting cage. Glub, glub, glub. My older sister is <laughs> her relationship <laughs> has torpedoed because she's boring. <laughs> 
Her relationship so with Will sad. Poulter? <laughs> what? Who's the who's the boyfriend in Midsommar? Not him. Oh, Will Poulter's in it. Uh, but. It's... Uh, all right, anyways, yeah. cut all this out. Know, the guy who kind of looks like Chris Pratt. Um. <laughs> oh, good. Good. All I know about that guy is, like, one, he's just kind of, like, I don't know, generic-looking, kind of douchey white guy. But also, guy. He, he, like, defended his character. Like, he, like, his oh, character, like, came bad. under, like, a lot of, like, criticism after. And they were, like... Yeah, he fucking sucked and he was abusive that's and everything. Point. And he was like, I don't think he was. Oh, that's all up. I know about that guy. <laughs> that His character is written to be like a bad person. Yeah, kind of a that's shithead. That's literally what your character was written to be, dude. Yeah, his character is <laughs> like, written to be a shithead, but I don't know. The conversation where, where his friends are saying, like, you don't have to, like, if you want out of this, you can get out of this at any time. Like, you don't have to carry, like, all of her shit for her, which is. Which is shitty because she because he's obviously uncomfortable doing that and she's like it's dumping just like it like a all. relationship. Yeah. I know, but he's you obviously I know, shit. but he's obviously uncomfortable. Yeah. So that's why the relationship doesn't work. God, that movie is so devastating. Mm-hmm. But we're not here to talk about, about Midsummer. That. No, Midsummer. we're talking about the movie that inspired Midsummer. <laughs> Forty-seven meters down, Midsummer with sharks. Pretty it's much that part when a shark just jumps off a cliff and everyone's horrified. So th- we had a lot he of smashes his face on the ground. <laughs> So we had a lot of fun just in the opening segment of this movie. I feel like there was a lot of talk and a lot of chatter, a lot of fun going on. Absolutely. Can I can I start off like with a just a question? A, a yeah, yeah. So of okay, so to preface this, Tyler and I have seen this before a few mm-hmm. years ago, I guess once it whenever it came out. Yes. Um, and uh, I was excited to see it again because I remembered mostly liking it in like a weird way but um but connor i want to ask you because you hadn't seen it mm-hmm. before until today when we all watched it together oh like, i really enjoyed this ju- did you yeah okay, i cool. had a lot of fun okay because i couldn't tell because we were all kind of like yeah. i had a lot of fun watching it, it was, i love those like really intense survival stories where i was like oh no what's coming yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm glad you liked it i did enjoy it i and i told both of you guys like before watching this again like I was like, oh my god, I'm kind of nervous because I feel like I built this up in my head, like it being better than it probably is. And so many movies fall off mm-hmm. so much for me after, like, I don't know, a few few years later. And like, yeah. I was like, oh god, what if I watch this again? And it's like not as good as I remember it, but it was better. Like, I'm shocked. Like. And that's a, it's it's very good. It was a good. So, it was a fun ride. So continue to. But tell yeah, me what we're thought. we're in Mexico somewhere nondescript. <laughs> yeah. The two sisters with their Kate and Lisa, right? Yes. Yeah, are having a lovely vacation. Um, <laughs> is it Kate or is it Lisa? Lisa is the one with the boyfriend. Lisa trouble. is Mandy Moore. Yeah, yes. with the boyfriend. And Lily kept saying Stewart. how pretty she is. Okay, I love Mandy Moore. I truly <laughs> do. Like, I think she's just a lovely, like, cute, like, s- seemingly just, like, a good person, like, mm-hmm. in real life. And, like, yeah. I love her little, her little bob that she's rocking in this. Yep. Like, she's so, she's so cute. And, like, she's so, I don't know. She's, like, so weirdly, like, relatable in mm-hmm. this. And, like, you've, I don't know. It's just, that makes it so much more heart-wrenching because she's going through such a devastating, like, breakup. <laughs> yeah. And she's dealing with trying to, like, even though she's the older sister, she's trying to, like, impress her younger sister, kind of, because her younger sister's, like, the wild one, Mm -hmm. and, like, and so there's that pressure, and then once they get on the boat, she's so scared, and, like, it's just just like, yeah! 
Like she just basically she does a I feel like she does a really good job of like I don't know you like really feeling for her mm-hmm. and on top of it I think she's gorgeous and like just, she's I don't know I yeah, really she's like lovely. Mandy Moore. <laughs> but I I we, I just got the, probably the biggest we all touched on it. Tyler took the quote of her texting her boyfriend and being like, hey, having so much fun in Mexico. Wish you were here. And then he texts back, that's great. P- I have my- packed up all my things. Yeah. I moved all my stuff I moved, out. Moved all my oh stuff out. <laughs> like, she she just, she just, she's just like frowns. And just she's just <laughs> so, so defeated. Sad. Cause like her whole resolve, this and their like whole, I guess is ethos of like wanting to, wanting to have fun. She wants to prove to herself and her, boyfriend even though he's not here that she's like that she's not fun. boring yeah which is what she says like that's the word that she uses is mm. like i got boring yeah to him and yeah so yeah. that gives it a whole other layer of mm-hmm. like i guess depth a new psychological it's terror not like it's the deepest movie by any <laughs> you know i by mean deepest in terms of, of actual depth like <laughs> literal depth into the ocean yeah they don't it's go quite deep, deep enough like <laughs> What, what else is this, this deep? Like the abyss, I guess. Like yeah, what else abyss. is this deep into the ocean? That's what I know? was gonna bring up. Bioshock. Actually, is um, so when we, when we when we watched this a few years ago, yeah. like I hadn't seen the abyss yet. I mm. think we probably watched it not too long after that, mm. but I had never seen that. And so to me, for me, like I know that that's probably the classic. Like if you're thinking of an underwater movie, I yeah. assume a lot of people would like reference the abyss mm-hmm. first. But I had never seen anything like this. Like oh, wow. I remember, like finishing this movie and being like, "Oh my god!" Like a like ninety percent of this movie, or so, or eighty percent of it, like is shot underwater, and it looks really good. Mm-hmm. And like I didn't really think about that until after, and I was like, "That's amazing!" Like regardless of what's going on in the movie, like they they really this was like kind of a technical achievement. Like it looks really good. Yeah, it looks fantastic. And. Uh, and I personally hadn't seen anything like that. And then <clears throat> not too long later, we watched The Abyss. And I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. this has been done before on a James Cameron level, obviously. <laughs> and like, whoa. And from what I hear, that that production was the fucking worst. Isn't he but... doing that same thing to all his actors in Avatar 2? He's having them all just like in a tank. Yeah. Basically, oh, where they just have to yeah. like pee their pants in the ocean. Oh, my God. But like in the pool, you know. Ugh. Well, anyway, <laughs> this was the first thing that I'd seen like that that was like mostly shot underwater, and I thought it was extremely well done. I think mm-hmm. it's beautifully shot. It I is. mean, I'm no like cinematographer yeah. or anything. I mean, like Tyler, you can probably speak to that more than I can. No, I mean but... like the show that I'm currently on. There's some underwater stuff sometimes because like the main characters are surfers. Mm-hmm. They're like surfer crime family. A little hint, everyone. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> A little hint for future guests. On A the dollop. Podcast. Ooh. A dollop. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so it's like there's some we have underwater crews sometimes, like camera crew, even like the house that we shoot out, which is like, you know, mm-hmm. which we shoot out, which is like a set. But um, there's a pool there. And even then we need underwater camera people mm-hmm. and like a uh, camera assistant and everything. I'm just like, even in the pool. Like, do you have to get the trunks on and go underwater with them? <laughs> yeah, I, I have to. Just for fun, though. <laughs> oh, good. But uh, it's it's just like I can't imagine myself ever doing that. Like. I've never been great with like underwater stuff with the ocean mm. and everything. So I, was just, I have so much respect for like this movie on a technical level because yeah. so much of it is, is like underwater. Like I was going to say deep underwater. Like it's probably a lot of it's in a pool, you know, to a certain degree mm-hmm. that they built a set underneath. But it's just like I can't imagine acting underwater. I can't imagine like shooting a whole movie underwater like this. Like 
I was thinking about like just shark movies in general, like just Jaws and stuff too. Like most of that you can shoot on land and on mm-hmm. boats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like Jaws, there's some underwater photography, obviously. But like, it's not to the extent of this, or it's like majority of the movie takes place. Like, yeah. It's like this know? is an extremely genre film of like shark film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like shark is its own genre. Shark survival. But the cinematography, I feel like, is really good and effective like there's just so much underwater photography it's really and I, unique. I just have a lot of respect for that basically because not yeah. everybody can do that mm-hmm. you know yeah and this, just let alone like you don't even think about like lighting in general oh, like, yeah. the and general the lighting pop- is just like flawless the general populace mm-hmm. doesn't think about lighting in films in general but i'm just saying like just to think like placing lights underwater and everything to make oh, this work god yeah mm-hmm. like i'm sure it's under a pool so it's all contained and stuff too mm-hmm. but at the same time it's but at just... no point are you thinking that it's like yeah, right. lit, it's yeah. like i was convinced it's the whole effective. time this is way yeah. at the bottom of the ocean me too I was, I was like oh they really went to the yeah. bottom of the ocean to do this great <laughs> and on top of it the cgi that they do use for the sharks obviously mm. i don't know about you guys in my opinion it looks really good it does look good like it never looked so shitty yeah. to me they just look like real sharks yeah yeah. Like, whenever we saw the big ones, we're like, oh, shit, that's a yeah. big shark. So that's a whole other thing. It's mm. like, yeah, you're nailing, like, the underwater cinematography and everything. But, like, you know, oh, but your <laughs> your CGR sharks are kind of shitty. But, like, no, actually, they look really good. So underrated movie, for sure. Oh, yeah. Like. <laughs> what else? Yeah, no, it's just, like, there's segments where... I don't know. I remember seeing it the first time. I think I gave it like a pretty low rating on like Letterbox or whatever that's worth. Yeah. It's just like watching it again. I'm just like, there's just so much respect given to like the technical craft of this film. And also just um, the, just the fact that it's all underwater. And it's, I don't, I don't know. Like it's like, I love genre films, so I'm biased. I love like just the concept of, of genre films in themselves, but it's just, I feel like it's very, it just does what it does. And I feel like it's very easy to criticize a movie like this, where it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, they're sharks. But it's like, I feel like it uses elements like, coming back to Suicide Squad, like, I feel like that, that mo- the Suicide Squad, like, I feel like that movie, like, uses a lot of different genres as influence. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a sequence in that movie that feels very, like, slashery. Yeah. And I feel like this movie, like, I it, this movie really made me crystallize, like, the idea of, like, shark films as a genre. Yeah, it felt like, like survival horror to me. Yeah, it's like survival mm-hmm. horror, and mm-hmm. there's also, like, a th- uh, it, it's a thriller. There's also slasher elements, mm. where it's just, like, there's segments in this movie where, like, Mandy Moore's trying to get out of the cage. She has to take mm. off her uh, air tank to get out of the cage, because otherwise she won't fit. No, that's that's the that's other one. Sister. That's her sister. Oh yeah, right. But I think the body horror made think when she has like her leg is trapped under the cage and she has to, like rip it out and all like yeah, this. not so much body horror, but like like Claire Holt's trying to get out her younger sister or whatever. Mm. She's trying to get out of the cage and she can't fit and all of that. It, like it feels very much like um, like Titanic when they're trying to like <laughs> <laughs> in Titanic. In no, 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 no. It, it feels like a slasher film. Like, I've just been watching a lot of Friday the 13th movies, and, like, I just have a lot more respect for th- for slasher films. But it's just, like, the idea of that, it's, like, she's trying to get out of the cage, and, like, you're stressed out because she's just trying to get out of the cage. But there's also stress involved, like, maybe subconsciously because maybe the shark will come and eat her. Yeah. Because she takes off the thing mm-hmm. and everything. She's trying to get out. She's vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But the shark is nowhere to be seen in that, in yeah. that scene. Like there's no shark in that scene at all, or but there's still a building suspense because it's like the it's like off screen suspense mm-hmm. of 
like that. I think that's like a slasher at its like best mm. when you feel suspense because like all of a sudden maybe Jason Voorhees will come and just like hack you up with machete. And that, that's literally what happens at one point. Yeah, where like right. Kate gets like literally eaten. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like this movie like is a genre exercise in like a really beautiful way that's mm. underrated. And like you could easily give this like a low rating or like just not think it's that good. But it's like there's so much technical craft from the underwater photography and then also just like as a genre exercise. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just a shark movie. It's mm-hmm. also a slasher. I mean like Jaws is a slasher in its yeah. own way too. But Well, there's a lot of emotional like uh, I guess like depth going on yeah. too in that like I don't know. To me it's effective. Like they even have a conversation at one point when they where they think that they're going to be rescued and they take a minute to kind of like sit next to each other and like um you know converse like over something uh like at the when they're sitting in the cage and she's like oh you're like but you're you're the fun one and you're the yeah, world yeah. traveler and all the guys are chasing after you and the only thing that i had was my relationship and like that was the one thing that i had that you didn't have and like mm. and you know obviously they start off the movie with like you know explaining her breakup and everything and it's like to me, that's really effective. It's like not only yeah. are you going through yeah. this serious emotional trauma at this exact moment, but you're going through this situation. A literal like, and emotional one where she even has to surpass her sister to, I guess, survive. And that's in that right. sense. Yeah. So I don't to me, that's really effective. It's the like, kind of stuff you could like easily parody because it's a genre film where it's just like, oh, they're trying to like mm-hmm. have a character death. Yeah. But it's just like, mm-hmm. no, they actually are. Mm-hmm. Trying to have a character depth that's yeah. better than a lot of genre films. Mm-hmm. Like, like I believed him. Like she's going through something, and yeah. then, then yeah. she got put in a shark pit, and <laughs> everything got heightened. <laughs> and it's not the kind of thing where it's like super serious at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, like it's an everyday problem. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. It's like can't campy, and that's why we brought up Midsommar. It's like, oh, this is kind of like the campy version of Midsommar in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. where it's just like. I mean, honestly, like, I know, I think both of you like that movie more than I do, but I feel like it takes itself a little too seriously and artistically. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, I, honestly, yeah. Midsummer is, is like a medium point for me for his other yeah. anthology of movies. Yeah. Where, like, I like Witch a lot more than I like Midsummer. That's not him. That's not him. Who is the, who, who, what else did he do? He did Hereditary. I like yeah. Hereditary better than I like Midsummer. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Eggers. Did. No, oh, yes. Robert Eggers did Witch. The I, Witch in the Lighthouse. I'm sorry. And I like him I'm a lot more than no. I like the other guy. <laughs> Ari Aster did uh, um, Midsommar and Hereditary. Yeah, I like yeah. I like the guy who did Witch in Lighthouse a lot more than, let's go, Hereditary and Midsommar. Yeah. yeah. Let's start an A24 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my A24 candles. I can't wait to watch The Green Knight. We're doing that I, next week, aren't we? Are we? Uh, I was talking I'd to Lily to. about that with like Jacob or something. We were oh, I'd we love to nail down a date. But I, I would told love them that, like, once to you're see done that. With your show, yeah, that we, we should. Yeah, do she that. was saying next weekend. I was like, let's do it. Hopefully, let's yeah. go see yeah. Green Knight. That'd be great. It'd be the first movie I've seen in a movie theater since oh. quarantine. The Suicide Squad was like a great movie to watch. I bet in theaters mm-hmm. for the first time. Or Very cinematic. Like, yeah. Um, but anyway, shark movies, 47 years down. <laughs> it's like, I guess it's another thing where it's like you have preconceived notions. It's like, oh, like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like shark films are a tough genre because it's like everything compared to Jaws. Jaws. Everything <laughs> compared to Jacques. <laughs> everything is compared to Jaws, which is in itself the film that created blockbuster cinema. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the movie that like created a whole different genre of like giant movies mm-hmm. and 
so it's tough to like ever make a shark movie after that. So like yeah. the audacity totally. of this movie in the first place and make another shark movie. Like mm-hmm. there's there'll never be another movie as good as Jaws that's a shark movie. But this does something that Jaws never did. Yeah. It's like it's all underwater. Like they just have a different approach yeah. to it. And, and in I feel a way, like that's really great. Sorry, in a way, the sharks are not like the biggest threat, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's oxygen. running out of oxygen. <laughs> right. It's more so like and they're like a sub villain. Yeah, pan- the, the the amount of panic that they go through and wasting oxygen and free- yeah. because they constantly like go through these moments. When, of, like you know what I mean? Like that's actually the bigger threat than the sharks yeah. even are. When when Mandy gets lost in the middle of the ocean on that like ridge, I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, yeah. I literally had the thought, like, I'd, I'd be lost right now. And she's like, I'm lost. I was like, yep. <laughs> Yeah. I'd be freaking out right now. <laughs> I've never been great underwater, and there's been few things that are like more anxiety-inducing than Same. like being underwater. It's mm-hmm. like I'd rather be in outer space than underwater because underwater is scarier to me. <laughs> it's just like whatever, like whatever, like I'll find some aliens, like whatever, <laughs> like that doesn't matter as much to me as like just the vastness of underwater, mm-hmm. like the deepness, Drums and like it's not deep. hospitable to humans at all. Like mm-hmm. this is not our world. Yeah, like that's the fears I have. Like the kind of like um, H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, so you have some Lovecraftian ocean fears, yeah. where it's just like there's some deep shit underneath there. Where it's mm-hmm. just like I'm not even saying something very large, like megalodon or something, but it's just just surreal and just, bizarre and it's alien. Just, the world is so much bigger than humans, and whatever we 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 just naturally rationalize things as being our world, mm-hmm. but yeah. like. There's certain parts of the world where it's just like mm-hmm. you're just gonna die in like as Aquaman two days. says, seventy percent of it is mine. This is my world. <laughs> as Aquaman says, permission to come aboard. Brown, 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 brown. Listen, God, because only you up. all knew how often he. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so good. I can't wait to cover up. Aquaman on this podcast. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, we do the DCU. That's gonna be a blast. <laughs> um. Can we talk about the ending yet? Yeah, sure. I mean, we, we, we can do whatever we want. Sure. Okay, so I'm just going to say outright, having seen this a few years ago mm-hmm. for the first time, uh, and I even mentioned to you, Connery, before yeah. we started the movie, like I was like, the thing that I was like, uh, I'm worried it's not as good as I remember. Like the thing that sticks with me the most is the ending and how much I like the ending and like maybe mm-hmm. like the rest yeah. of it is bad, but... Honestly, I in my mind, she died wow. and she wasn't rescued. Oh. And I I think that is a much better ending. Her just laughing at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Just nobody there to rescue her and I just, saw that I was like that's so horrible. However, that being said, is that still a hallucination? Like you see her whole thing of her and her sister being rescued, that's not real. Yeah. And she's on the deck of the boat and she sees the cut from her hand and the blood floating upwards Mm -hmm. and she starts laughing and then you realize she's at the bottom of the ocean yeah and then it seems like she's rescued for real yeah i I think that is that actually real i think it is real because we're outside her her hallucination and we hear everything so much better if she just (laughs) Just she just left for dead she just incepts herself (laughs) she's just laughing on the bottom of the ocean and just fucking like That'd be so grim. That's what I remembered. For for some reason, I didn't remember her being rescued. And I thought that that was like a really, I was not expecting this kind of movie to end that way. Mm. Um, But, you know, she was rescued apparently in the end. Yeah, her sister died. Yeah, her sister really did die. um, 
the twist. What did you think? Were oh. you, did you think it was going to, did you think that was happening? Cause I feel like you made a couple comments. You were like, yeah, I, I, was, I was, I was like, Oh, she's hallucinating. Like her sister's <laughs> not alive. I didn't see it at all when I was watching it for the first yeah, time. When she, when she says, when huff, she huffs in the auction, she goes, <gasps> and she like takes a big inhale. Like it's like ecstasy. What's going on. And I was like, I was like, Oh, she's, she's full on tripping right now. So like when she heard her sister's voice, I was like, she's not real. When she saw her and did that whole sequence, that's when I was like, Oh, I kind of wish they kind of did a thing with like the nitrogen and like uh, seeing things, hallucinations. And then uh, when they get back, I was like, okay, so they just went really, really far with the hallucination. Really far. I guess I just, whenever we watched this a few years ago, I like fully didn't, I like, I believed all of it. <laughs> I believed all <laughs> and of it. I was like, oh my God. Well, I, be- I believed oh! it too. Yeah, me too. At this yeah. point, I, I even forgot, like, I you we just talked about this before we were watching the movie. It's like, oh yeah, there is like a subversion there. You're all about subversion today. I, I love, honestly, <laughs> that's like something I really like in movies. Like, mm. bringing it down to like The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just bringing that up because we also th- saw that at Grauman's yeah. Chinese Theater. And we recently just, we earlier did a star wars rankathon. <laughs> yeah before this before recording but it's just like that was a movie definitely where people were like about to cheer and then the, mm-hmm. the concept of star wars gets subverted yeah and i'm like i love this so much <laughs> that see that was fantastic and then suicide squad like a lot of the suicide squad like mm. the concept of what the movie is gets subverted yeah and i mean whatever that's just related because if we saw that at the chinese theater but like the uh, idea of what's going on in this movie gets subverted because mm. it's like it's just not expected for this kind of movie. It's more cerebral. Like it yeah. almost feels like a Shyamalan kind of thing going on. It's like what if Shyamalan made a shark movie? Yeah, it probably would be this. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not there's to a the shark degree. and old. His would be even more cerebral. I hope there's a shark and old. <laughs> I still need to see that movie. I mean, they're in a, they're at a beach. I'm so convinced. Like, God hopes it's a really old shark that ages really fast <laughs> it just on the beach. Flops on shark, <sighs> <laughs> but he's like an ancient shark yes. from like Iceland. Ooh, that'd be cool. But the woman's pregnant. I'm semi convinced that the baby's gonna be the real monster, and that thing has like ages. Uh, rapidly. Stop, Connery! Stop. Uh. <laughs> and I'm doing that it. thing. I build up my own head, and then we I'm like, and then I ruin old. it. We I know. Need to see old altogether. I'm totally down for that. I know you are. You've ruined too many movies. For, yeah, no, you haven't even seen it yet. But I'm just like, you're probably right. Like, don't sorry, even plant Lily. it in my remember head. Remember when you ruined Twin Peaks for Lily? <laughs> yeah, Stop. I remember when I ruined okay, Twin Peaks Okay, we don't need to bring Lily. it up anymore. She's <laughs> <laughs> talking like she knew what happened. <laughs> uh, they're just like, oh, I've never seen it. I was like, fuck! Look, this is probably like... Silly to most people, but for, like, look, I Googled this. <laughs> I said, do sharks get the bends? Oh, do they? And the answer is no, because, like, I just didn't really understand what the bends were. Mm-hmm. I mostly know it as a Radiohead album. Nitrogen bubbles in the brain. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, no, of course sharks don't. But I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. It's like, so here we go. Here's well, if the... they stop moving, they die. So I'm like, I believe it. It's different. There's a Google definition of, look, we're not talking about shark tail right now, but one day we will. <laughs> The bends is related to nitrogen gas expanding rapidly, causing bubbles. This gas is contained in a scuba tank. Mm. The diver breathes. Okay. Again, as sharks and other fish are not breathing <laughs> any gas at all. Yeah. With a couple of exceptions. I mean. Yeah, probably okay. the fish that live in the bottom of the ocean and yeah. really breathe in like volcanic gas. Then they are not affected by the consequences of breathing gas under pressure. That's something I really liked about this movie because it's like. It's all subtextual. They'd never have dialogue about it, but it's like, mm-hmm. you're in the shark zone now. Yeah. Like, you're in their home. They say that. 
Oh, they do? They just say, you're in the shark's world, literally in the beginning. Where they, oh, they do? Okay. Sharks don't hear well up here, but when we go down there, you're in the shark's okay. world now. So they like, literally say that line. It's pretty good as like a genre film kind of <laughs> yeah. exercise thing. It's just like, yeah, because the sharks don't get the bends, but mm-hmm. you do. You do. So you're at a disadvantage already. Mm-hmm. Also, you don't belong here. Yeah, you're and weak I, here. I love movies where humans are at a disadvantage to mm-hmm. like the rest of the world. Because they think it's theirs, but I mean that's not really a concept that's really explored. But this mm-hmm. is something that I harp on personally. Yeah. But Tyler, when you're going to direct, like, I think you need to direct some kind of HP Lovecraft movie because you'd probably get it right. I would love to make um, 47 meters down three. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever 47, 47 me- times three is. Yeah, I was going to say 47 <laughs> times three meters down is terrifying. <laughs> 47 cubed meters down, like <laughs> Alien Three. It's just like. <laughs> Sorry, Lily. Like, do you have more to say about this movie? I feel like this. 141 meters down. That's what 47 times three is. Ooh, wow, that's far. Um, no, not really. Other than, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> it was confirmed. Like what I like when we watched it a few years ago. Like I was like, oh, I think it's, I think it's likely it's gonna fall off. Like, I just remember the ending and liking the ending so, so much. And, like, maybe the rest of the movie sucks. <laughs> uh, but, no, if anything, it was better yeah, this time around. I think, it's, I think it's really good and so underrated. And I think just Definitely. purely from a technical achievement, like, standpoint, like, I think it's uh, extremely well done. Uh, and it's, like I, said, like I was saying, like, earlier, like, it's so unique in that it's, I don't necessarily feel watching this movie that the sharks are the threat, that they're the biggest threat. It's, it's the oxygen. It's panicking too much. It's that the, the boat, the people that they came with, that they're abandoning them. It's, you know, it's like the sharks happen to be there. Mm -hmm. It's (laughs) like like, sharks are are the slasher element. Like I was saying earlier, where it's just like, they're like a ticking time clock Mm -hmm. where it's like the real ticking time clock is the the oxygen oxygen running out. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like if you go out, the sharks are gonna get you. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so the, really unique yeah. because of that. Like, and that, and and there's something about that specifically. And I think that that's one thing when I watch it for the first time, like resonated with me so much is that for me personally, something that is like one of the most horrifying things that you can find yourself in or in horror movies, whatever, is the impending. Like the the knowledge of impending death, mm-hmm. like yeah. literally, you have a you have a number you have a very here. Slim chance yeah. of Once that number gets down to yeah. you know zero or what, you are literally dead. Yeah. yeah, like and something about that is so that is so horrifying to me. So much more than the sharks. Honestly, I was, I was gonna say like, like it's that's like the, so much scarier to the, me. The than, oxygen is like the metaphysical representation of like. Your timer's counting now. You're going to die. But then the shark of like of like it's the like ocean. We don't belong itself. here. Yeah, it's mortality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the sharks represent like the lethality of the ocean made like mm-hmm. manifest, like incarnate. Like this the ocean will kill you with, yeah. with you can't breathe. Or the ocean will kill you because the sharks are going to kill you. Mm-hmm. This isn't your. Yeah, it's like if you expect this movie to be just like, oh, this is silly. Like sharks wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. It's like it's really like a. Like maybe we're giving this movie too much credit, but like I feel like this is how we're all reading it. Where but like, like what the shark the ocean, shows up twice, the three ocean times. It's violent and dangerous, and it's not where humans belong. Yeah, like I I find that to me very interesting. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they keep bleeding everywhere just means like the sharks go into a murder frenzy. So at the point where yeah. I'm like I'm like yeah, they're gonna stick around now. And just watching movies like this, it's like oh I, I like sharks even more. <laughs> I love just, shark. They're just so on. Un- they're so hard to burn. I, I love lamp. <laughs> 
they're just like so unlike humans. They're yeah. just so completely different, but they live on this earth with us. So and they're mammals. Get all weird and preachy, but just find it sharks aren't mammals. <laughs> I just like <laughs> sharks are not mammals. <laughs> not, nor do they have skeletons. They're all cartilage. <laughs> Ugh, that's gross. But uh, I just find it very interesting when there's. I just like it when humans get taken down a notch. Yeah, it's fun. I think that's a very effective horror mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's like so. how your feelings of Godzilla. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lily, do you have any like final comments, I guess, on, on this movie or sharks or Mandy Moore? I Oof, feel like we've barely talked one. about Mandy Moore, but like you were saying she's so beautiful in this movie and like you like that she's in this movie a lot. Like what is what is the impetus for you for like liking Mandy Moore so much? And do you want more Mandy movie? Moore? Yeah. You're making me sound like I'm a Mandy Moore super fan. Well, I mean, you kind of are in the three of us. You're the one that, like, you need know. more Mandy Moore. I just think that she's really, she seems like a really, ex- excuse me, accessible, like, kind of actor. Like, I don't, like, she, I don't really know how else to describe that. Like, mm-hmm. she just seems kind of real. And, like, I don't, I think that she does a really good job of like, I don't know, her, perfor- her performance is really effective in like putting you in her shoes and like yeah. she gets, she's so panicked for basically all of the movie, mm. you know? And, um, I don't, she just seems like, re- I've seen like some interviews with her and stuff. Like she seems like a really sweet kind of like genuine person. And, um, I don't know. I think she's really pretty. I mean, the, honestly, that's it. Like, nice. <laughs> is uh, she in 47 meters down too? No, and that's something I like about this franchise. I was just like, good. It's, it's not the same totally, thing happens to her twice. They're totally different actresses. And oh, like, cool. And, and that's what I like about this but the same, series. Is but that the same vacation boat. It's like, oh, what do we do? It's like, it's like, what do you do? Just keep following the same family? That's the same kind of thing that Jaws of Revenge does, where yeah. it like follows the same family, uh. which I like about Jaws of Revenge because it's so like bizarre. But like as an actual, like th- it makes more rational sense to just do kind of like an anthology of shark movies. Yeah. I think that's interesting. Tyler, have you played the game Maneater? No, but I kind of know about it. You you play as a shark. Yeah, and you just like eat everything inside. <laughs> I, yeah. I feel you'd probably enjoy it. It was it was a good like nonsense game that I really liked. Yeah. But yeah. There we go, guys. That was so quick, but you know what? The movie is is deep in its own right. It's 47 meters deep. It's 47 meters deep. If you compare that to yards, it's like 150 yards. I mean, 150 feet. Come on. And also, we're getting hungry, and we have to order our food. (laughs) We have to order our ramen that we meant to order an hour and a half ago. Yes, but the app is stupid. So... Please go watch this movie, honestly. Yeah. For any anyone who's listening, any of our friends, yeah. whatever. Like if like I think it's so underrated and it's it's truly such the perfect like we're hitting like such the perfect time for like this kind of movie that's still summer, but it's mm-hmm. still kind like, of like horror mo- like you know what I yeah. mean? Like that transition it's a good ground, in the spooky yeah. season. The waters are getting such colder. A good, <laughs> yeah. Um highly recommend. I think it's such an underrated kind of like really good thriller. Yeah. Uh definitely and it's so unique and so so well done like it's it's i think it's beautiful Mm -hmm. visually like it's perfect in my opinion i just feel bad because connery rented it on amazon and i just found out while we're recording this that it's available on hulu to watch for free (laughs) well so you're out four dollars bro i'm sorry you haven't paid me back for dinner either (laughs) (laughs) i'll send you i'll send you no i'm I'm kidding i'm kidding no no please don't shut up (laughs) It's available on Hulu for free. Yes. So feel free to watch it. It's definitely worth it. And I think uh, 47 Meters Down Uncaged, which we'll cover next weekend, Mm -hmm. is available on Amazon Prime for free. 
And I think both of them are definitely worth it. Johannes Robert directed these movies. I feel like we didn't talk about him enough, but he's like this British director cool that made like mostly horror films. I mean, I feel like he's like Swedish, British or something. His name's sure. Johannes. Why but not? anyways, <laughs> look, I should have done more research on the man. But he's going to do the Resident Evil movie that's coming out this year Ooh. that's the most like the Resident Evil video games. Oh, that one. Yeah. With like Leon and all that. Those yeah. all of them. So I'm, I'm so excited. We're going to do Resident Evil out. Yeah. So I, I can't wait to see that movie. Um, that's November, right? That's I think what we're doing guy, November. Yeah, I think it's November. Yes. I, can't, I, uh, I think this director is really underrated. It's just the whole genre thing, but put in the context of the 2020s. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's, it's kind of, I'm not going to compare him to John Carpenter in the way of like, he's just as successful as him or just as, has made as many good films, but John Carpenter for a long time was underrated for making genre films, and now he's finally getting like the respect that he deserves. And I feel like that's the same thing with Johannes Roberts. How's the song go in Halloween Two with the masks? Uh, Halloween Three. Halloween Three. Sorry. Uh, something something Halloween Halloween Halloween. Two more days till Halloween. Silver Shamrock. Silver Shamrock. Three yeah. more days till Halloween. 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 Stay tuned next year when we cover all the Halloween films because because <laughs> Halloween Ends will be coming out. Ooh, that'll be good. Okay, can't fun. wait to cover a major franchise like that. Oh, so. man, we've never covered a major franchise. Well, <laughs> honestly, we should cover more. We covered yeah. Clash of the Titans. I t- accept full blame for that. It's all but your fault. And your it is your paradox of his hair and liking it and hating it. <laughs> <laughs> Look. It's just such a 2010 movie. Uh, Lily, I'm so sorry. I feel like I just blabbered on this whole episode. (laughs) Viewer, she nods. Connery's laughing because she just nodded. Do you have more to say about the episode before we wrap up? You've you've said this twice now, and I did give my 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 wrap up thoughts. I know you did, did. but you still nodded that I was blabbering. You shouldn't have an OnlyFans. You should shut the fuck up. <laughs> she said nothing to the OnlyFans. I'm really hungry. <laughs> wow. Let's go get that food. Tyler, how about you bring us home? <laughs> Lily, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me once again. It's been uh, great. been wonderful. I, I really like this movie. It's fun to talk about this stuff that, like, you know... I feel like everything else that I've been on for, like, maybe, like, everybody's seen. Yeah. Except for maybe the royal baby. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone but saw the royal baby. Everyone's seen the royal baby. Come on. So, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. No problem, Lily. You're the secret third host of the show. We always love to have you here. <laughs> competing with Jacob for that host. I feel no, like no, I'm competing. No. He's the sequel king. He doesn't yeah. want it. He doesn't he want, want the mantle. If anything ever happens to me or, I guess, Connery, then you have to be on here. Yeah. You have to carry on the okay. legacy. You have to carry on the Tron legacy. Wow. What a grim thought. Or Space Jam, a new legacy, honestly. And then if something has one of us, Jacob has to fill it. I guess it's Lily and Jacob's Jesus. podcast. Both of them don't want it. That'd be pretty funny as a concept. What, what was one of the jokes we had of like forcing children to do this or something? I don't remember. That rings a bell. Both the hosts, both the original hosts died. <laughs> Therefore, Lily and Jacob needs to cover the podcast for the sake of like to keep the timeline like consistent. It's otherwise, in, like my will and off. testament or something. Yeah, it's like otherwise like Loki wise, like the TVA will branch off. Did I tell you I finished stuff. watching that show? Yeah. No. no. I mean, yeah, I think you did. Okay. Well, I I, I enjoyed it. I like Loki. Well, it's new. Back, so. Loki's pretty good. Yeah. Loki's I like good. it. There's a lot of hot people on it. That's true. <laughs> Including Richard E. Grant as original Loki. 
Okay, well, <laughs> Lily, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have anything to plug? I really don't, but thank you. <laughs> Nothing at all. No. She's a bounty hunter for hire, mercenary of the freelance world. She's in very high demand. She really is. Get her while you can. Truly. I could only hope. <laughs> Please hire me. <laughs> As an editor. Connor, what do you have to plug? If you enjoy the sound of my voice and you also enjoy tabletop role-playing games, you'll probably enjoy Starship Impala. It is an actual play role-playing game podcast where me and four other amazing friends play the Starfinder game. We have a new podcast coming out too, but it's a fairy secret. We have a bigger cast, a new game. It's a secret, but I'm telling you. It's a secret, but I've, I've mentioned it before, but now it's really on the horizon. It's coming. It's coming for all of you. And that's all. Tyler, what do you have to plug? Uh, follow me on Instagram at Twain. Oh, no, that's not my old Instagram. Follow me at Tiami Vice on Instagram. Um, any photo shoots that I've been doing, stay tuned because I'm going to do some more soon now that I'm done with work for a little bit. Who are you going to do a photo shoot with next? So many people. Oh, wow. And then also, stay tuned for my character on Connery's Secret D&D podcast is coming out in a few months. I guess I should just pitch it later on. Yeah, pitch it later. To you guys, but stay tuned. Building anticipation mm-hmm. and possibly Crossovers. talking about JCVD. I'm Ooh. not going to say his full name. Because if you know what that means, then you'll like this podcast with Turn O'Neill Ooh. in the inevitable future. Got to build it up. Got to build it up now so I commit to it. Otherwise, like, I won't like, do it. It's like a clip of the ending credit just turn in like the Jean Claude Van Damme outfit, just like dun 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 Stay tuned. Follow us at the Franchise Pod at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. I really need to add more stuff on TikTok. At this point, I will and I shall. 47 meters down TikTok. You, you've, been, you've been very, very busy. It's, it's probably dun, 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 And I'm 47 meters down. Lily's just shaking her head. She's just hungry. She, wants, she needs to get out of here. Let's she, get out of here. <laughs> she's just yeah. fading into the west over here. Uh, follow us on all those segments Rapid. and email us at the po- franchise podcast. She's wrapping us up right now. She's literally wrapping us up. <laughs> She wants us to get the hell out of here and eat eat sushi and ramen. The franchise podcast at gmail.com for any comments, c- complaints, questions, concerns, and compliments. compliments. <laughs> Thank you, Connery, for having a positive spin on it. And no problem. And please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts to help us grow the show. Love to grow the show. We are so interesting and funny and <laughs> have great opinions on movies. And in the meantime, thank you, Nick Verica, for our music and Grayson Hansen for our artwork. Until next time. I don't know. Matthew Modine wears a headband in this movie, and I think it's cool. We didn't really mention Matthew Modine, but Matthew Modine wears a headband. I like him. Are there any other quotes in this movie? There's like four on IMDb. <laughs> Lily's shaking her head no because she, because she loves podcasting. Connor just crawled into a fridge. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Yeah, we're done.